Welcome to the Metal Bob Live Podcast. I am your host, Metal Bob. Today's show is brought to you by Legend Picks and also artist Jeremiah Kallick. You can find links to our sponsors and more at the Metal Bob Live website. There you can also find links to the latest Metal Bob gear, including shirts, hoodies, and more. On today's show, I had the honor of speaking with Greg Hipskin. Greg is the drummer for Wicked Liz and the Belly Swirls, and he is also the owner of the Quad City Rock Academy. We talk music, and we talk to Rock Academy and more. So sit back, have a listen, and enjoy the show. Thank you. Greg, how you doing, man? Doing well, doing well. So what's the good word tonight? Oh, just did some band classes tonight and then actually got a, a band practice of my own in tonight. So I just finished that. Awesome. Now I'm, a, now I'm actually, a, I was like, I'm going to go somewhere quiet to go do this. So I'm actually sitting down by the river right now. So. Oh, nice, man. How's the weather out there, man? Um, today, it's, it's really nice. Tomorrow, it's supposed to get colder. But yeah, it's pro- right now, it's probably like mid-60s. Low sixties, I don't know, but it's it's a crazy windy though. Yeah, it's supposed to change the next couple of days. It sounds like, but we'll yeah. we'll, we'll get and back. That's all right. There. I'm 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 heading to Florida in a few days, so I don't. Oh well, it, so it you don't care. You're you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> so you're good to go, man. You don't care. Yeah, okay. it's supposed to be like low to mid forties the rest of all next week. I'm like. Who cares? Possible snow. I don't care. I'm gone. I'm gonna be on a beach. I feel you, brother. Where what what part of Florida? Um we're staying in the town of Sebastian, which is uh the ocean side, like near Vero Beach. Okay. So my wife's aunt and uncle uh, just bought a house down there. And like about three or four weeks ago, they're like, "Hey, you know, guest rooms are ready. Whenever you want to plan a trip." And at that time, we were like under like the big deep freeze here, and I was like, "What's the temperature down there right now?" And it was like seventy nine degrees. It was negative four here. Yeah, no brainer. I'm and, out. <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, we need to find a way to get down there." And I found the cheapest airplane flights I've ever seen in my life. So we're going from Chicago to Orlando and it's $45 round trip. You got room for one more? <laughs> I'm ready. I could leave one of my, one of my kids at home. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be great. But I don't want to make you do that. So <laughs> but then, like, like when I saw that price, it was a one day sale and I was like, how can we pass it up? Hell no. You got to do that. Like, we don't have to pay for a hotel. You know, flights are dirt cheap. It's going to be super cheap to do this trip. So, so we bit the bullet right then and bought the tickets. Awesome, man. Well, buddy, yeah. I'll tell you what, man, I really appreciate you giving me your time tonight, man. Uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to dig in here and ask you a few questions and uh, I think you'll have some answers for me. All right. I'll do my best. Well, first off, man, can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and what you do? And, you know, I know you've been a drummer for a long time and you've been in bands for a long time. Uh, you want to give us a little insight on, on Greg? Yeah. So, um, you know, I 
I started as a kid of, of course, like the MTV generation. So I've, I've loved music since I was a kid. And, uh, I started playing, I finally got into playing drums when I turned, when I was like 14. And, uh, I had saw Poison in concert. Like, I think it was during the Flesh and Blood tour. And at that show, I remember being there with my buddies and being like, I gotta do that. Like, you know, I was, I was a big hair metal fan anyway. So, and like, Ricky Rocket spinning the sticks and like, there's lasers and explosions and chicks everywhere. And I'm like, that's what I got to do. I got to play drums. So uh, I saved up my paper out money that I had at the time. And uh, I bought a used drum set for like 75 bucks at a yard sale. And my parents were like, well, you're getting drum lessons. So started started taking drum lessons. And uh, so I've been playing now. This summer will be 30 years now, actually, that I've been playing. Um, I've been in... My main band is Wicked Liz and the Belly Swirls, and we, man, we got together and our first gig was in, I believe, March of 99. I was going to say, you guys so, have been together quite a long time. Yeah, we, so we, we, we celebrated our 20th anniversary in 2019. Um, we had, you know, had a couple of big 20th anniversary shows. Um, 2020 was pretty much wiped off the books for us. We uh, started 2020. Um, we actually flew over to Taiwan and did some shows over there. Um, and then shortly after we came back, coronavirus hit. So that shut down everything we did. And we, so we've gotten together twice since January of 2020. Once in June for a little rehearsal and tonight. <laughs> nice. So, but, but with that band, we've, we've released uh, four CDs of our own stuff over the years and a, a live DVD. So band-wise, that's kept me busy. I've, and I've done other, other side projects here and there, sprinkled in through the years. But um, in t- 2004, I started uh, teaching drums for a living and... I was at a music store here in town for a few years, and then it closed down. Um, then I moved to a different music a music school, and was there for a few years. And it shut down. And I was like, I had a big clientele of students. I'm like, I can't just leave them hanging. You know, they're, they're kids; they love music just like I do. And if I quit on them, they'll probably quit. So, me and my wife, um, she's like, well, you know you can either get a real job or if you think you can make this work, because I had this in the back of my head that I could start a killer rock school. And she's like, I, I got your back. If you think you can do this. So I started QC rock Academy and uh, this, we opened up December of 2011 and have done some pretty killer, amazing things, right? Right now we're having about 300 or 325 kids coming through every week uh, for private lessons. We got bands, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of like a synopsis of what I do. <laughs> wow, yeah, I, I just want to back up a little bit. So you guys said you played Taiwan. How did that come about? Um, there's a local guy. He's he's actually in California now. I don't know if you know about it or not. Uh, Dale Fisher. 
Do you know him? I, you know, the name sounds familiar. I'm not sure if, if I can pick, put a name to the face or the face to the name. Um, yeah, he, he, I know he, like back in the day in the eighties, he played with Lynn Allen for a while. Okay. Um, so he's a Davenport guy, but he lives in uh, Southern California now. And every year he comes back to town and he'll sit in with us and whatnot. And, uh, you know, he's got his own albums that he's been putting out. He's a solo artist. And a friend of his who lived in Southern California for a while moved back to his homeland of Taiwan and opened a rock club about five or six years ago. And they still kept in contact. And he, Dale was putting out a new album. And the friend's like, you should come over and do like a CD release thing in Taiwan. And Dale's like, well, I'm just a solo artist. I don't have a band. So he sends us messages as, as a band. He's like, well, do you guys want to go over there with us or with, with me? And at first I was like, yeah, right. Like, why would we ever go to Taiwan of all places? <laughs> you know, I, if you were to tell me before that to put a list of like 25 places in the world you'd like to see Taiwan probably wouldn't even cross my mind right but he you know we, we had gotten together for a rehearsal just us here in town and the guys in the band are like what do you think you want you want to do that trip man and we checked prices and it wasn't too bad and all of our schedules lined up that it would work if we could make it happen so we did it and uh it took us you know it was a 28 hour flight wow. i believe to get there so um you know we spent spent about a week there and played a couple gigs and it was very surreal you know not not that there was a ton of people at this club that they they had a really good crowd like so the first night we're playing and we're playing these songs that are originals of ours and it's they don't speak English at all over there, but they're still totally digging it. Like it's it's rocking. They're they're dancing. They're having a good time. And I got a little emotional on stage that first night. Like and it wasn't even a, like a a slow song or a ballad. Like it was a, a straight ahead rocker song. And I was like, how in the world did this happen? That us idiots have made it to the other side of the world to do this and people dig it. So that's awesome. Yeah. We did a couple of shows and that, and then we, drink, and then we flew back. It was, really, it was pretty crazy. That's awesome, man. That's cool, man. That that's pretty awesome, man. That, that had been a really good experience for you guys, man. Yeah, de definitely. Uh, won't forget that one. No, but let, no, now I want to get back. So I, I mean, I know you guys, you've been doing this for a long time, man. Then you got into telling me that you were, uh, you know, you had a bunch of students, the whole thing fell apart. Then you started your own rock school. So yep. you, you've been a staple in the quad cities now for almost 20 years. Um, yeah. Like, you know, I, I did some high school bands, you know, when I first started, you know, we didn't gig much, but, uh, you know, by the time I was, you know, 20, gosh, I think I, I joined this band when I was 22, I think. Man, gosh, that was a lifetime ago, man. Yeah. But your, your, rock, but, um, your rock school is going on 20 years now. Uh, the school has been around for 10, almost 10 years. Oh, 10 years. Okay. I want to, I want, I, I thought you said, yep. oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought it was 2000. Oh yeah. yeah 10 years, 10 years. Okay. Yeah. Let yeah, me backtrack here. 
Man, I I don't even know what day it is anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wednesday. Ten years. It is Wednesday. Ten years. My bad. Um, but but yeah. So like you know, for you know the first while, with you know the first I don't know five six years, we were we were hard gigging. You know, like like playing pretty much every weekend. You know Fridays and Saturdays, and uh, not just in the Quad Cities. We were like regional. You know anywhere between you know. Des Moines and Chicago, you know, any given weekend, you know, sometimes even far, you know, Indianapolis or, you know, Ohio or wherever we've been. So, you know, we've played a lot all over the country really at this point. But, uh, yeah, we've, we've been doing it and it's the same original four people for this whole time. That's awesome. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of people can't last six months as a band without some kind of lineup change. But yeah, tw- twenty some years. Like at this point, we're, we're honestly we're like family at this point, you know. And we've been doing it too long. It's like why quit now? Right. You know, we, we still we still enjoy each other's company, and we still enjoy making music together. And it's like, it's you know, you, you've been in enough bands. It's like. It's not always fun starting over. So let's just let's just keep a good thing going. Absolutely. You know, and you guys you guys were voted number one in the Quad Cities quite a few years in a row there for a while. I remember that. Yeah, you we know? yeah, we've we've used used to pack the places in and you know, p- people have loved us. We've got to play, you know, open up a bunch of huge shows and it's you know, music has been far bigger than ever thought it would be in my life you know i've gotten to do some of the coolest craziest things you could think of because of music and you know we've we've been extremely lucky yeah right on man so i know that uh i know i want to go back to the school here for a second if you don't mind so you know you guys it looks like things are slowly maybe getting better i know that you guys have done a lot of battle of the band stuff and you know, I was lucky enough to take part in one of those a few years ago as a judge and had a great time. Is that something that may be coming back this year? Oh, gosh, I hope so. Um, you know, usually when, when we we have our biggest show of the year for our students is the Battle of the Bands. And we always tie it into our anniversary party, which is in December. Um, of course, this last December, we didn't get to have it. Um I really hope we can do it again this year because it'll be our 10th anniversary. So I want to do a huge blowout. So I really hope we're able to do it. Um, but like this last year, you know, we, our student bands got to do one show in all of 2020. And that was in September out, outdoors in Rock Island. And it was a huge show. The kids were excited, but it's been so hard to keep the kids focused. Like, it's like, you know, what's the point of being in a band if you're not gigging? And that's the big thing to look forward to. And it's with, we can't book gigs. It was hard to keep these kids, you know, driving forward, but most of them have stuck with it. And we got a show coming up in May for them. That's a a big outdoor thing, kind of a summer kickoff. And uh, so now they're looking forward to that. Yeah, and I know that that you know that battle of the bands was getting bigger and bigger every year too. The crowds were getting bigger, the venues had to get bigger. 
you know, so yeah. it'd really be <laughs> nice to see that, you know, come, come about one more time, man. Cause it was really heading in the right direction. Oh yeah. Like every year was bigger than the previous and we had to keep like changing venues. Cause like we started it at rascals live and there's, I think capacity they say is like 275. But I think the second year we had it there, we were well over 400 in there. And then we moved it to another place that, that it hold, it could hold 400, I think it was. And we had like 500 people in there. So it was a bigger place. And like, I think the last year we had it was, I think the capacity of this place is around 800. And we had just shy of it, maybe like 750 through the door. Wow. And it, it's a huge, like, we, we do a production for it, too. It's not, you know, you think of teen bands, and you'll see some, you know, not to, like, dog on what other schools do, but, like, when you see, like, a kid band playing, they just kind of stand in there, and, you know, it doesn't sound great sometimes, but we prime our students, and we put on a production, and it's lights and, you know, full crowd and energy, and it's a freaking great time, man. Yeah, man. I was super stoked that year that I got to be one of the judges, man. I was I was really, really impressed with the talent of all these kids. I mean, you guys do a great job with your students, man. They're all top notch. All top yeah, notch. Yeah, and some of the kids like now, you know, they've been together for quite a while now. They're like recording their own stuff. Uh some of our kids, you know, their their music's out on, you know, Apple and Spotify and whatnot. You can listen to all their stuff on there like these kids are making it happen and you and i never had anything like that when we were teenagers oh no absolutely (laughs) not you know i i had some older friends that have been doing it for a while that would give kind of give me a little guidance but everything we ever did was trial and error see, see what worked and what didn't so these kids you know having mentors like me or some of the other instructors are extremely lucky to have somebody that's like, all right, here's all the knowledge you'll ever need. <laughs> right. And not to mention the friendships and, you know, and the bond that they've built between each other. I mean, you know, they'll have that forever. Yeah. They'll, they'll always look back on, man, when I was in high school in that band, that was, when we played those packed houses like that, how cool would that be when I, I never played shows like that when I was in high school. Dude, when I was 15, if five people showed up, I was stoked, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, these kids are playing for hundreds of people, man. It's great. Yeah, they're they're killing it. So, yeah, it's a cool thing. And, you know, I hope here as the year goes on, live music will start making a comeback and get, get these kids back on stage some more. Yeah, man, and kudos to you, brother. I mean... You're a staple in the Quad Cities, man. I mean, you've done a great thing, man. And, uh, you know, thank you for that, dude, because I, you probably don't get enough thanks for that, man. I know that – I know you love doing what you do, but it, it's great yeah. that these kids have somewhere they can go, you know, like the Quad City Rock Academy, to learn to, if they want to be a bass player, a guitar player, a drummer, a vocalist. I mean, they have all those options with your school, and that's awesome. Yeah, and, you know, the, the, the players that we have – that teach for us hands down are some of the best in the area too. Like these kids are getting the best experience from the best instructors. You know, 
I don't want to toot my own horn too much, but I'm there's there's nowhere else around here that does that kind of thing. No, and you, you don't have to toot your own horn, man. The you know the proof's on the pudding, brother. I mean, so, you guys do a great job, man. Thank you. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it can be stressful running the business side of it, but the hanging with the kids and watching them playing music and like putting on shows like the, the amount of times that I've like watched our students play from the side of the stage and like choke up or, you know, tear up a little bit. Just knowing like the struggles they went through to like get to what they're doing and then shining on stage like they do. Like it's, it's total proud Papa moment on those things. Absolutely. You know, and I, and, and I remember being that age dude and, and playing live in front of people and I'm, you know, and I, and I'm sitting there watching these students of yours in this battle of the bands. And I'm like, I don't ever remember being that good when I was that age. I'm just like, <laughs> I know I wasn't, I was hell. No, I was not that good. I'm just looking at these kids going, man, you know, that that's just killer, man. That's killer. Now I know. And, and, and now like, some of them are getting better than I, well, not, not better than me, but like getting damn good these days. Yeah. Like they are legit players. Right. So yeah, you know, I, I would hire him for my own band. Oh, you ain't kidding, man. I was super impressed, man. When, when I set in on that, that, I don't know, it was, I don't know if it was two or three years ago, whatever, which one I set in on, it was down there in the, uh, Oh, it was district of Davenport there. I remember that. I just know it was down there. Oh yeah. The village theater. Yeah, yeah. man. It was so cool, man. You know, I was super that was stoked packed. that you asked me to do that. It was packed. Yeah. And it was such a fun night, man. And just watching these kids have so much fun. You know, and they were all great. You know, that was one of the hardest things I have ever had to do was pick somebody that I liked the best. I'm like, hell, they're all good. Who do I pick? You know. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> but, and, you know, and it, the funny thing about battle of the band stuff, it's like really there there shouldn't be competition in that kind of stuff. You know, especially when you you know, you're talking about, talking about kids on like a teenage level, like what there's a 13 year old up against like an 18 year old right. that's been doing it for a long time. Not necessarily fair, but the kids don't take it as seriously as the parents do. Like the parents get upset about stuff. The kids are like, we just played a killer show. That was fun. I don't care if we win. And, but we want to like, with, with the whole battle, we're like, okay, it's not going to be judged necessarily on talent. Like, we have it, all right, what's your stage presence like? You know, how's the crowd interaction? Right. How, you know, things that any, no matter what age you are, you can, you can compete that way. And then we do it with a crowd vote also. So you have to teach yourself or yeah, how to promote your band. Because if you're doing regular gigs on your own, if you don't promote your band, you're not going to get anybody after the shows and you won't get hired to come back again. Cause you're not bringing people to your shows. So we, we throw a lot of aspects in there. Like this is how you do it as a band, you know, be entertaining, talk to the crowd, look cool, promote yourself. You know, especially nowadays you got your social media and they're all on social media, promote your band and get as many people as you can. And then, like, whoever wins, like, all the other bands are happy for them. And we don't do it like, it's not a cash prize, it's a recording. 
Right. So we take them to a recording studio and they get to do their record and original song. So it's it's all kind of just kind of bragging rights. But, you know, if, if we did it as just a showcase show that we that we do throughout the year, um, the crowd doesn't get as big and as excited about it. Right. So that's why we do it, you know, and call it the Battle of the Bands. Absolutely. But it's really just a big party to put on the biggest show of the year for these kids. Right. Absolutely. So how many of these students have you are still with you that were with you from day one? Are you got any that were that are still with you from day one? Uh, we boy, because um, now we're we're coming up on ten years. Um, I want to say we have just one or two from when we started in twenty eleven. Um. We have a, one of our student bands that's been together for four and a half years, I think it is now. Uh, it's an all-girl band called Then They're Done That. Right. And when they started, they were 11 to 13 years old. And now they're 16 to 18 years old. A couple of them are graduating here in, in May. So, uh, But the singer of that band, uh, she came over. She was with our guitar instructor, Billy Gardner. Uh, he was teaching somewhere else before we opened up and she had some lessons with him and came over with him and she's been there the whole time. And I think that's the, maybe the only one that has been with us the full time because they all age out, you know, have to, you know, they want to go off to college or whatever. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I was just curious. I mean, you know, I, I know that some of them students have been with, you, for, you know, quite a few years. I didn't know if any had been around since day one, but yeah, the, you know, and it, it seems like the ones that get into the band program seem to stick around a lot longer. Um, just because, you know, you get to do the gigs, you get to really play it. You know, I I looked at it when, you, you know, with all the kids, we have over 300 kids that come for lessons. Um, playing in your bedroom is one thing. And it's like if you're on, you know, say you play basketball, shooting hoops in your backyard by yourself yeah, you get to work on your skills a little bit and it can be fun for a while. But playing in the game is a totally different thing. So you can play your guitar in your bedroom till the cows come home. But playing with the band on stage, totally different ball game. Absolutely. So we, like with, those, with those kids, we really, like once they get that taste of being in the band, like, having the crowd cheer for them. They're, they're like, oh, yeah, I get it now. This is why we do it. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, so Battle of the Bands maybe this year, right? There's a there's a possibility. There's a possibility. And do you have get a... Get rid of this COVID thing. I know that's right. Is there a venue picked out, or is that something that's going to have to be a decision that's going to have to be made? That's kind of a wait and see right now. Right, Okay. All right, but man. When it happens, it'll be in December. We'll do something at the anniversary thing. All right. But well, I'll try to make it back. Sure. If it happens, I'll definitely try to be there, man. Nah, you know, be fun. I had a blast last time, man. It was great. You know, it was a good time, man. So, it just it blew my mind, really, man, to just see how many people were there, and it was just, you know, the energy in the room, and you know, the excitement of the parents and the friends. It was just, it was just a really cool experience. Yeah. I, I, I could probably count on one hand how many of my own personal experience band like band shows have been anything close to that. Right. Absolutely, <laughs> man. I get it. Yeah. It was cool. 
So, hey, man, when I got so, you, why I got you on the horn here, man, you want to tell everybody where they can find you, where they can sign up for your school and all that good stuff? Yeah, so it's TC Rock Academy, and so tcrockacademy.com, and we're on all the social medias, and, uh, you know, it's Instagram, at QC Rock Academy, same as Twitter, it's on, just search TC Rock Academy on Facebook. Um, you know, if you have somebody that wants to do lessons, we're, we're doing in-person, and we do online, so we can really teach you from anywhere in the country. Um, you don't have to be from the area. But yeah, we we always got a lot of stuff going on. You know, 2020 was a scary one for us, but we landed on our feet, and things are definitely looking up for this year. And uh, yeah, things things are happening. That's good. That's good to know, man. Well, Greg, man, yeah. I you know yeah. I appreciate your time, brother, man. I, I I appreciate having you on. I appreciate you doing the call in and. Uh... You know, I hope, yeah, I hope, I hope all is well. I hope all is well. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Well, hope, hope all is well with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting ready to go to Florida. So, yeah. Well, you don't have to keep saying I'm, it, man. You're killing. I'm, I'm going to be on a beach in the next like three, four days, something like that. So, see, man, I wouldn't even have had you on the show if I knew you were going to start talking like that, man. <laughs> that, that's not even right. I'll dude. send you a picture. Yeah. I bet you will. You don't need, I, you, or yeah, <laughs> nah, brother. It's great talking to you, man. You're, you're a great dude, man. I appreciate all you do for them kids back home, man. It's a great deal. So, Thank you, buddy. Yeah. So yeah, all man, right, well, we'll, we'll have you back on and you have a great vacation and uh, we'll talk soon. All right. Thanks a lot, Bobby. Take care, brother. Right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. That concludes today's episode of the Metal Bob Live podcast. Please go to our website for our sponsor links. Thank you for listening. Metal Bob out.